Good morning. I am Titus. That is Levi. This is not the experts. I'm Stephen Butler Productions Multimedia. We are here. It is after the NFC AFC Champion Conference Championship Games. We're gonna get into all of that. Got a nice show planned today. But first, Levi Evans. Yes. <laughs> What's popping? Oh, I got a few things popping. Talk to me. Um. Well, unfortunately, I would say it's flopping. It's an anniversary today. Yes, yes. Of Kobe Bryant. And if you would like that nostalgia, um, we actually did that episode one year ago today. We did. On the Kobe Bryant episode. Some people downloaded it over this past week. Did they? Yeah. It's the only like old episode we kept, actually, I think. Or we kept one more, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, we, we got two. one before that, like yeah. an interview. But yeah, yeah. so R.I.P. Kobe. For sure. Goat. Um, also, what's popping is, have you seen the... Uh, the new Ford Bronco? No. Yeah, it's it's popping. It's interesting. Pretty lit. Caden, have you seen the new Ford Bronco? Yeah, look it up. Uh, it's a uh, pretty BA, but I definitely sold my Ford stock like last year. What's even more BA about it is the commercial I saw during one of the conference championship games. It has a goat mode to it. What's, what? What? A goat mode. What's that do? Uh, you know what GOAT stands for, besides greatest of all time? No. Goes over any terrain. God, so if you, need to goat, if you need to go over any terrain, need to goat it out, get in that Bronco, flip it to the GOAT mode. I'm out on that card just for that. Why? <laughs> just for that mode. I was going to put it in the what's flopping because I didn't like it, but yeah. then uh, I was actually in the middle of riding what's like oh for bronco because I, yeah. I just keep a notepad with me right, and write right, stuff right. down and uh they changed and then at the end of the commercial when they hit me with that uh go over any terrain that's i was like i ah, they brought that's me back I mean. in and i scratched <laughs> it out and i put what's popping next to it Hilarious. yeah i was like yeah this is terrible um but yeah then when they were able to fit that go over any terrain you were yeah. you were sold yeah Kaden, did you see it Uh yeah I yeah I would say that I think it's I like agree. trying to be a baby of a Jeep and a Range Rover. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I mean that's a fair. Jeep Rover. But I yeah. feel like with cars we can't do too much more with it. That's really like, a fact. We kind of put we're pushing really the limits. You gotta here. like just do a full redesign, basically. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, that's what's that's what's popping. That's with what's, me. what's what's popping with you? Um, Levi, you know I'm like an obsessive snacker. You know I like snacks. Yeah, like a lot. So I've really been to the soft pretzel game lately. Mm. Soft pretzels are one of the greatest things ever created in the history of mankind. They yeah. really are. Well, do you get? Do you just go salted? I'll go salted or cinnamon sugar. I can go either or. Yeah. But I prefer. I like. If I don't want like the sweet, I'll go with the salted. There's you know nothing better than yeah. You need a snack, especially when you're at a mall or Man. an outlet mall, and there's an Auntie Anne's, and you're like, "Ooh, I can go get some cinnamon pretzels with icing." That's a fact, though. When the icing is hidden, the icing be hitting every time too. Yeah. But yeah, that a nice salted pretzel. I'm I'm really into the salted pretzel game. Yeah, you know the the ones you can buy in the store, like and you can make them yourself. Oh, you can. Yeah, oh, they're pretty they good. That. They they hit. They hit. They got the right texture. They even come with a salt packet in there. Mm -hmm. They got the right texture. The right level of it's it's perfect. Do you it's bake perfect. them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bake them in the toaster oven. You know what I'm saying? Takes like two minutes, two three minutes. Sounds like a uh, we need to get into adventure then. Just start uh, buying those. Venture. Just oh, like yeah. start making. Let's travel around to offices. Oh make yeah, pretzel day. Yeah, out of it. yeah. Everybody loves pretzel day. Exactly. Shout out to the office. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, the pretzel game. Pretzels are lit. I'm a big pretzel fan. 
People yeah. be hating on my snacking habits, but I, like, I like good snacks. You like rolled gold pretzels? Uh, somewhat. But I, I'm really, I'm more of a soft pretzel than a like crunchy pretzel guy. I love a love yeah a crunchy. I probably prefer crunchy. Really? Pretzels, yeah, I yeah. Def, I definitely prefer soft. Like, I'll go with crunchy sometimes. Yeah. Another snack that's popping in my life. I should just do a, we should do tightest snack tightest snack segment at some point. Uh, in the show. Okay. Another another snack is popping in my life. Have you had the wrap snacks? Wrap from where? Wrap, like the wrap snacks from anywhere. It's called wrap snacks. No. Bro, they oh got... oh, you're talking the R A P wrap. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, oh, yeah, I have no, not yeah. had them, but Bro, I know what you're talking about. Go to your local store. You can go to Walmart. They got them at Walmart. They got the Migos sour cream with the dab of ranch. Mm-hmm. Delicious, absolutely delicious. And you get the Cardi B barbecue, the Cardi B cheddar barbecue. They I I prefer the sour cream with the dab of ranch. I consumed a lot of those over the past week. They're really good. So shout out to Rap Snacks. So it's the Cardi B BQ. I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. They're delicious. So yeah, salute to all snacks across the world that taste good. Send salute. me your snack recommendations and I'll eat them and I'll shout you out if they're good and, and cuss you out if they're bad. How about oh, that? Man, have you had the voodoo chips? Zaps? No, nah, are they spicy? No. Oh, see, I thought I always thought they were spicy, so I got scared of them. Well, they may. I think there's a few different oh, okay, ones, okay. but uh yeah. yeah, the original voodoo oh, kettle. Right. Yeah. Okay. You gotta get those. Okay, I'm gonna that's check them out. Popping. I'm gonna check them yeah. out. Uh what's flopping, my boy? What's slopping? I got two things. Talk to me. Oh. Number one, uh, McDonald's bags. Those are flopping. What they do? Um, you don't know? Not with the McDonald's bag. Do. Well, people, and this is something McDonald's can get into, this uh, marketing opportunity here, um, or a little retail in the retail space. You know, uh, not, a, not the best things to carry money in or to use to give somebody uh, you know, some money. So part of the reason why Jeremy Pruitt got fired is because apparently they were utilizing McDonald's bags as their uh, cash bags and they were giving them to recruits, mm. passing out McDonald's bags. So we thought they were getting Big Macs, but they were getting big stacks. Nah, they, they only get Big Macs at the White House. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know what? Someone pointed this out years ago and they said, why don't coaches just pay dudes in like those gift cards you can use anywhere. You can't trace those. Yeah, like those know? ones you send to prison? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can use those anywhere. Why would they ever, like, why would they just use those instead of trying to give out cash? I think get out trackable money. That is true. I think the problem with it, maybe, is that, I don't know, um, I know some people who have u- used those cards before mm-hmm. uh, to send their loved ones uh, in the prison, and sometimes, you know, they'll get calls saying, Hey, I need you to send me a new card because it fell on the toilet. Or, um, you know, so once that card is done with all that's done and it's a big hassle, you know, to get the money out of it and redo it and all that. So maybe that's why. I don't know. I don't know. But it's but, smart. Yeah. You're, it's yeah, smart. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, you. I'm just I thinking. Yeah. yeah. But my second was slopping is Snapchat ads. Last night, I get on Snapchat. I don't even look at the stupid Snapchat stories. Like, Memories, you know the app, the the ones, the ones that post on the on the main page, yeah, from the yeah. news yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. It's it's complete crap. You can't watch nothing. Do what? You you're not you're not watching crap. So, but something caught my eye. I saw a young lady on the front of like the thumbnail mm-hmm. of one of them, mm-hmm. and uh, it was she's, a challenge. Do what? It was a busted challenge. No. Oh, okay. Continue. <laughs> no, it was That's not. Um, 
she was she is a student athlete at the University of Alabama, so that's why it caught my eye. Because she was rocking her, her uh, track gear, yeah, and you know had a little headline about it about how like awesome she is or something, whatever. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I want to figure out this girl's story. The story could have been told within one snap. <laughs> Maybe two snaps. Nah, Instead, working. they decided they were going to use maybe 20 snaps. Yes, yeah. that's the one. It took, bro, those ads are longer than the snaps themselves. You got to sit there and watch a one-minute ad in between right. two, like every other snap. Right. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, they're selling their souls to the uh, devil or whatever. Um, yeah, they just completely sold out. Get out of here, Snapchat. I don't even. I don't even nah, watch Snapchat those. Snapchat stories are trash. Cause yeah. it's like they give you the main thing at the front, and then you gotta watch seventeen stories and five and ads fight, to get yeah, to it. Fight yeah, fight the ads. Yeah, yeah nah, it don't be worth it. It's absolutely. I've it definitely quit. I definitely quit trying to read something that I thought was interesting because I saw ads yeah. on Snapchat before I deleted it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Screw Snapchat. Get out of here, Snapchat. For sure. Um, what's flopping over here is um, I had I did have something for what's flopping. I think I think I forgot it because I didn't write it down. Um, what's flopping over here is, is, is nothing. I don't have, oh, me, I'm, I'm flopping. That's right. I'm flopping. <laughs> I'm flopping because, you know, I was wrong a good bit. Not a good bit. I was wrong a little bit this weekend, but I went against my own beliefs this weekend mm -hmm. for the fact that I just figured I wasn't going to get a Super Bowl that I wanted to watch. Mm -hmm. So I just decided that everyone I liked who I'd been cheering for all year was going to lose. And I was right on one side, wrong on the other side. I was also wrong about something we'll get into later in headlines as well. So, okay. yeah, you know, a few wrong things. But first, before we get into any of that, Levi, NBA season in full effect. We're about 15 games in, which, like, at some point I was like a quarter away of the season because it's only 72 games. So we're mm -hmm. close to a quarter away of the season. Uh, and we got NBA takes. What you got? All right. So I got one take. Talking hoops. That I'm stealing. Uh, shout ball. out to Brax. Um, shout out Brax. It was a great idea. Um, I completely agree. Mad at myself why I never thought of it. But. Oh boy. We were talking about how is this Kyrie, James Harden, KD thing going to work. Mm -hmm. And Bryce brought it to my attention, or he brought a suggestion that I thought was genius. And this can be applied to a few different teams with a few different type of these players, whatever they okay. have. Um, put Kyrie on the bench, make him your sixth man. And I loved it because Kyrie's a guy. Um, look, he's the, he's the lesser of the three. And Kyrie is, I think James Harden compliments KD better. And so Kyrie, with him, you know, he likes to have the ball in his hands. Uh, let him facilitate and carry that offense, especially especially now that they don't have, um, well, Dinwiddie's down, correct? Or yes. was that, yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, so you're lacking. You traded some, some of your bench guys. Let Kyrie carry your bench. And so... With that, I love it. Apply it also um, maybe in Washington. It should have been applied in OKC where it should have been Harden starting with KD and let Russ off come off the bench. Harden ask him off the bench. Do what? Harden ask him off the bench in OKC. Why? Because he liked being by himself, running you by himself. Yeah, I think it would have been better off let Russ run it by himself. And then what? And then... Yeah, and then take him off and take him out of the game when it's clutch time and don't Harden let him ruin it for you. I've seen Harden beat NBA Finals ever, so I can't tell you. I've seen Harden beat good in the NBA Finals in my life, so I can Yeah, you're right. You. You're right. Yeah. So that's that's when yeah. here, that's this is when you swap the two out once it gets to the fourth quarter in clutch time and you put Kyrie in and take Harden out. 
Kyrie would quit playing basketball, like Kazadi said. He would literally quit if you did that. What, if you put him on the bench? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's better than getting traded, but... Is it, though? I mean, he's still getting... He would still get starting time minutes. It's just he he's wouldn't be, be starting. He's not going to be six man. He's not coming off the bench. Okay. Well, no, you, you, you told Brax it's a terrible idea then. Because I, I thought it was I like genius. Brax. I like Brax. Brax is a homie. That's a horrible that's Yeah, a horrible we'll look idea. into the camera and tell him it was a terrible Brax idea. Brax is a terrible tell idea. I'm going to text you about it later. <laughs> How about that? How about that? You my god. I thought it was a great take. No, no that's, that doesn't work anywhere. Yeah, put Kyrie on the bench. Night for once. Yeah, they did. I was shocked. Yeah. I was literally shocked watching. I'm like, is this 80 points in the fourth quarter of a game with the Nets involved? Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was personally shocked. But yeah, um... I still still worry about the Nets long term because I just don't see how they stop anyone. Like any good players, I don't see what they're gonna do with. But that. who's gonna stop them though? They're gonna stop themselves. Like you're not gonna you're gonna be on every night. You know what I'm saying? You're right, but like, you got seven games in a series. Kyrie took 17 shots. Harden to Harden was seven for ten. Durant was six for twenty one. Like yeah, nice like Durant, that. You can beat Durant them. struggled last night. Yeah, you can beat them nice like that because yeah. like the thing with shooters is eventually you're gonna be off, and when they're off, you can get dark for them. Real dark. Yeah, you're right. Quick. But those three guys, I, I don't see all three of those guys getting cold. Like, look, they're going to be able to put together an offense and put to get, and put enough points up on the board in four out of seven games. Maybe, maybe not. I wouldn't be. I'm not sold on that. I'm really not. Okay. I mean, we just watched. We just watched like those guys. I mean, we saw those guys get taken. We saw Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson get taken to seven games just by James Harden and Chris Paul. Yeah, you're right. Like. This, like things can happen, especially when you play teams with great chemistry. Like I, they're not, I'm not sold on them making the championship. I'm not sold on them getting out of the second round, depending on the matchup either. Because mm. uh, you can't, they can't stop if they can't stop Colin Sexton and Bam Adebayo. Not no, not the Bam Adebayo. He's very good. You know what, like the like MB is going to do to them. Mm-hmm. Like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's going to do to them. It's going to mm-hmm. get dark for them boys. Well, speaking of the young bull, Colin Sexton. Shout out Colin Sexton. He's been going off lately. Um. I love Colin Sexton. Um, I've talked disparagingly about Colin Sexton before in my past, and I still I don't take any of those words back because do what you thought disparage you thought bad about Colin Sexton. Yeah, in the fact that he's not the best team ball player. So look, Colin Sexton thrives when he's going to be the best guy on your team, but it's not going to get you anywhere really you're not winning a championship you know with colin sexton as the best player on your team do what you know that based on his, his long nba career well and i would say um the teams just playing at i know it's different it's college ball but he played with a lot of the same guys who are on this current alabama team right now uh and in the past, they had better years without colin because Look, Colin played his best basketball game ever when it was three guys on the court. So you're saying that when he's playing three on five. So you're saying the guys at Alabama who are still there now and they're with their third year are now better than they were when they were freshmen when Colin Sexton was there? Oh uh, well, okay, that's a good that's a good point yeah. there. And there was other guys back then. Look, I'm just saying I've seen enough from Colin Sexton's game from high school to NBA to know that that dude has to have the ball in his hands to be effective. But in order for him to be maximally effective. It's got to be him. He's got to be the sole guy. That's just my opinion. They got a team with three guards, though, and they all share the ball pretty well and seem to be getting along just fine. Yeah. Well, that tells you how much Cleveland ball I've watched this year. Yeah. Like but that's Sexton, just a take I've held on to Sexton, and will hold on to. They got Sexton, Garland, and Okoro, and like, they've kind of been fine this year. Yeah, been they have been. Decent. They've been yeah. playing pretty good. Yeah. But also, I mean. I think it's too early to give that take. Hasn't, hasn't Drummond been going off? Drummond's been good. Drummond's always going to be good, though. 
Yeah. But I'm Didn't saying. you? I, I feel like you you uh, poo-pooed on me months ago about throwing Andre Drummond out there, saying he was uh, he could help make Cleveland, you know, a playoff team, and you laughed. I didn't say it was gonna be a playoff team. I said they've been fine this year. Scoffed at. I would laugh at Cleveland for eternity. Andre Drummond. I would laugh at Cleveland for eternity. Okay. Yeah, like Drummond's a guy who's gone to max contract and opted back into Cleveland because he knows like he's not getting another one of those. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. 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 I will laugh at Cleveland forever though. That's never gonna stop happening. I'll forever call Cleveland. Right. Just just for the record. Oh, and Steph Curry is now number two all time. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. He's ridiculous. And we'll Eventually be number one, of course. For sure, for sure. Hopefully he stays healthy and can get that spot. Yeah, for sure. On to the next. That's how you. That's how you takes. Yeah. Did you oh, have cool. any? Oh, I didn't give a take, did I? No. Um. Oh, I'll I'll count the Nets. Aren't might not get out the second round as my take. That's okay. my take. They might not get out. Oh, um. Right now the Hawks aren't making the playoffs. Screw the Hawks. All right. Oh yeah, that was a long. Yeah, that was. Woo, that team. That's right now though. I might change my mind. Woo, that is a. That's a situation they got over there. <laughs> That is that's the best way I can describe it as a situation. <laughs> um, oh, Shaq is the worst commentator, is the worst uh, analyst in basketball. How about that? That would be my take. So you, you didn't um, like the... Uh, I'm over him. You that's didn't just, like the back and forth? I'm over Shaq. Bro, do you know... you want to review Shaq's, Shaq's last couple weeks? Let's review Shaq's last couple weeks, all right? Go ahead. A week ago, he talked to Nikola Jokic, who is Serbian. He thought it would be cool to talk to him in Russian. Speak to him in Russian because he didn't realize he was Serbian. Okay. <laughs> Wait, does Shaq know Russian? Apparently so. He can speak oh. a little Russian. He can speak a little Russian. He spoke to a Serbian in Russian. Nice. That's great. Nice. Um, earlier this year, he said he didn't know who Christian Wood was. He said that earlier this year to Christian Wood. I didn't know who you were. The paid NBA analyst didn't know who an NBA player was. That's that's awesome. Um, last week, he went on first take, Levi. Mm-hmm. This is the same day the Don Mitchell thing happened, mm-hmm. which is not my Twitter bio quote, Don Mitchell situation. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to on first take, and they asked him about the Brooklyn Nets. It was just after Kyrie made his debut. He's like, well, we got to see how they look when Kyrie comes back. You know, it's three guys who all like the ball. We got to see how it looks, you know, so when he comes back, how they play. And Stephen A's like, well, Kyrie played last night. Um, He was on the court. <laughs> he played in the game. He's like, oh, he did? Oh, okay. So he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just on TV getting paid to not do any research, bro. Like, do the bare minimum. I understand Inside the NBA is like an entertaining show, and I do find it funny sometimes. But do the bare minimum amount of research to know how to talk about your job. That's all I require from you, Shaq. Look, Shaq only Good gets- guy, terrible analyst. Shaq only gets paid to be Shaq, just to be there, bro. He get he's getting paid by Papa John's just to be a face. Is, is Shaq really doing anything behind the scenes at Papa John's? No, I mean, there's so is Shaq getting a lot of paychecks from a lot of different places just so to be checks. Shaq. Okay, so, many checks. so he's still, uh, he's still got yeah. general auto insurance. I've never yeah. seen anyone with general insurance. Have you? You know about with the general? Yeah, yeah, you the do? general. I don't know about with the general. That has that insurance yeah. besides Shaq. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Shaq gets paid a good amount of money. Yeah. But he's terrible at his job. And I just require him to be better. That's all. Okay. Because I just want you to be better at your job. I get you being paid to be Shaq. But the thing is, NBA players get sick of it too. Mm-hmm. Like the way Mitchell responded to him, mm-hmm. the way Durant responded to those guys early. Like they're getting tired of there's too many got people out here who do their job well mm-hmm. and really study the game that these guys respect for them to go on there and have to do these interviews to people who don't halfway know what's happening. Yeah. So like do better, do your job better. How about we'll say let's make a new rule. Let's tell Ernie, tell Shaq, new rule. The only person he's allowed to ask questions to is Chuck, okay? Only direct your questions to Chuck and let Chuck answer them. How about Kenny? Kenny's the only one that actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah, but I say that don't only because I'm only here for the back and forth between, oh, between Chuck oh, and saying, Shaq. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Shaq. Oh, you're saying Shaq directs questions to yeah. Chuck? Oh, yeah, 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 my bad. That's tell saying. Ernie, tell Shaq yeah. to only direct his questions to Chuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm and vice versa. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. All right, on to headlines. Just bring out on compliments, <laughs> overdose on confidence. Um, so Levi. Yes. Headlines. The stars come out at night. LeBron James, Steph Curry put up huge fourth quarters last night, mm-hmm. guaranteeing victory. LeBron dropped 21 in the fourth, outscored the Cavs by himself. Seven for 11 from Seven three. Seven for 11 from three. Those three, he hit a logo one last night. Oh, he did? He hit a logo one last night. Mm. Logo, Bron. Um, the logo, as mm. you can call him. <laughs> and he put up 21 in the fourth quarter to beat the Cavs. And Curry uh, put up 15 in the final six minutes to secure the dub for the oh. Warriors. They Who went the Warriors crazy. play? The Wolves, Timberwolves. Um... I don't care, 20, 15 points. Surprise Steph Curry do things with basketball always is exciting. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. And that's about the level of team right now, mm-hmm. truthfully. It's about the level of team the Warriors can beat. Yeah. Um, something scary came out about this because I realized that, you know, the Timbulls had their, the Warriors had the Timbulls pick this year, but it's mm. like top three to five protected, I think. Mm-hmm. So Timbulls might get to keep that pick. So you know what happens next? The What's Warriors up? get the pick unprotected the next year mm. in 2022. Are you familiar with Imani Bates? No. He's, Already, he might be better than some NBA players right now. Where's he from? He's in high school. Oh, he's in high school. He's so good. Like, so I'm saying, go watch some Monty Bates highlights today. He might go to the G League next. He might reclassify and up in the G League next year, which means he would be in the Warriors. He would be in the draft for the Warriors at the Timberwolves pick. Hmm. So that could be terrifying. They might end up with the Monty Bates. But yeah, look, I'm gonna show you see some Monty Bates highlights later. That boy is nasty. Yeah. He's so cold. I might have seen him. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, I just wanted to give the NBA shout out. That was. Some great performances last night. Great players doing great things last night. Um, LeBron's fourth quarter was so much fun to watch. Like he was hitting every everything he shot up, he was hitting every mm-hmm. single thing. And apparently, he had a, I took that personally moment because he missed a shot in the third quarter, and some Cavs staffer got super excited. And LeBron looked at him like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> all right, bet, bet, all right." And then twenty one in the fourth quarter to end them. Yeah, I mean, shout shout out to LeBron. Um, he is doing the smart thing, of course. Uh, as he's gotten older, he's learned how to shoot three so and he's incorporated that into his game a lot more this year yeah also uh, the lakers are actually trying this year and i didn't expect that at all yeah i didn't see them trying at all i figured they'd take this year off but i know they're going off like yeah from the field shooting they're, they're undefeated on the road as well mm. i lost a road game this year they are yeah they are going crazy right now mm. we've gotten a lot better shooting like they're down in defense a little bit but they up their offense from like their shoot three point percentage from like middle league to like fifth i think Oh okay. So that's yeah, I know they're they're up there. Yeah, because they weren't a good offensive team last year. Yeah, but they they were they were defense. They were, yeah, they were they, ran they by were, defense, yeah. and they kind of switched it up this year. Mm-hmm. And they're still just as potent. And I think defensively, you got AD, you can lock in. Well, I mean that, but that team that roster is so much better than it was it last, is, till last sure. year's. For yeah, sure. yeah, that roster this year, I don't think anyone had them as favorite. The roster they had last year, I don't think anyone had them as favorites to go to the championship this year. The roster they had last year, I don't think anyone had them as a favorite if, to make the finals again. If they didn't make the oh yeah, if they were yeah. if they put out if the same, same roster, roster yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, because yeah. I yeah, I wouldn't have them right. either. You're right. Uh, my next one, spoiled Ir- spoiled Ireland. Um, Conor McGregor came back after his second year layoff. Mm-hmm. Got knocked out in the second round. Mm-hmm. Put to sleep and memed. Yo, I swear, bro, I couldn't be a fighter because you're not gonna meme me, bro. I'm not about to put my life on the line. You're gonna put me on a meme. <laughs> you're not doing that to me. I'm gonna come find one of y'all, mm-hmm. at least one of you. My man's got memed up last, memed up Saturday night. Um, I was very wrong about this fight. In fairness, a lot of us were. Um, because this was this was a rematch. This Poirier and Conor McGregor was a rematch. They mm-hmm. fought like five years ago, maybe longer than that actually. 
that was a different weight. But the thing was, Poirier is still very hittable and Connor hits very hard. Mm-hmm. What I didn't account for is that Connor has not evolved with the times in his year off. Mm-hmm. And Dustin brought some techniques that exploded in the last couple of years that Connor had never seen before, like the calf kick. Calf kick basically dead legs you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like three of those, you can't you can't walk up yeah. your leg well. And he hit Connor with some of those. And they've been like exploding in basically for a couple of years. Connor had no comeback for him. And he talked about him in this press conference like five minutes. Like, yeah, those calf kicks. I hadn't seen that before. <laughs> Bro, you ain't studying no game tape? You ain't like been up on what's been going on this yeah. in the game? And the camp doesn't Poirier is from, is they kind of popularized that kick. So mm-hmm. he just wasn't fair. I didn't expect him to not have evolved with the times. And Poirier has evolved with the times. He was very ready. Put that boy out. Gave him a nice little quick I think nap. Connor was there just for the check. No, nah, I think Connor took it seriously. Because Connor can get bigger checks than other stuff. Oh, okay. Connor apparently has a Connor and Manny Pacquiao are talking about fighting, bro. Oh, like yeah. Well, speaking match. of people who need checks, yeah, he for sure Manny needs Pacquiao, checks. But yeah, yeah. 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 But no, I think Connor took it seriously. I just don't think I think he underestimated because last year he came back and had a forty second win over Donald Cerrone, who's not on this sports label. I think that gave him too much confidence. Thinking I can take a year off, come back and do what I want. Mm-hmm. He didn't really understand that. Nah, bro, this is a different level sometimes. And he even now that year off game made him too rusty. I like how he's talked after the fights. He thought he did want to come back and get more back in the cage, which is interesting because I thought he might disappear again. Oh, but he actually okay. wants to get back. So we'll see what happens now. Shout out to Poirier, Lafayette, Louis Lafayette. He's a good dude. Dust Poirier is a dope dude. He has a lot of charitable stuff. So I That's like him. Big Dust Poirier. Shout out. Uh, so you you still wouldn't get into a UFC ring even if they paid you $55,000 per second to stand in there? Me? Yeah. Per second? I'm going to last about five seconds. Okay. But no. you'll take it though. I mean, that's fifty-five thousand I mean, times five. My hospital bill is gonna be high. That's true. That's the thing. And yeah. UFC medical care ain't really all that great if you're not like a superstar. Yeah. 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 I well, I mean, I know. think how about this? Just let them. You know, if they give you a little bump, you know, just to check you a little bit, just go ahead, lean into it, or just fake it. Yeah, for like sure. Not, for sure. If, if like I can make a side agreement to my opponent, like, yo, you can take me down. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Look good. I'll I'll fake it up for a minute. Yeah. You throw me in the sub about two minutes in, and I'll tap. Yeah, I'll do that yeah. for sure. Because yeah. that's how much money when you calculate it, the time yeah, in the ring and all that. Yeah. That's what Connor made fifty five thousand. Oh yeah, I think he got a per paper percentage too. Yeah, he Probably did. So if you calculate all that together, it goes yeah. down to like fifty five thousand. He, he definitely got the check. He definitely got the check. Yeah. Um, next headline: the quarterback carousel. Mm. Matthew Stafford is the latest QB who was talking about leaving their team. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he and Detroit are going to work on a situation to get him traded. Um, some spots that playing like Lombardi might be looking at him are the Colts, Patriots, and Broncos. Mm. And Stafford might be very interested in the Colts, actually. Just think about that. It seems very fitting. I um, like the Colts being the old QB um thing. For yeah, a year. exactly. Like, come be old for a year. It's like football's Florida. Yeah, like just come be old. Because I feel out. like Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, even though those weren't even their older years, um, they just played like old men. And just uh, carried themselves like old men anyway. So you think yeah, about it. Had like, they're just they old had guys. Like a flip phone or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Stafford's only 32 years old, by the way. That's that is, crazy. He's oh been young forever. God. He's been young forever. Bro. How? He's 32. He's 32. I just looked it up. He's 32. How many years has he been in the league, bro? 35. It's not even mathematically possible. He's been there 35 Also, years. I want to ask, why do Georgia fans not champion Matthew Stafford? Um... You know, because Georgia, they got a starting QB in the NFL, but not a lot of people uh, throw his name out there. I feel like if he was better, they would. But, but yeah, I think he's, they good, he, I think he's they in Detroit. Get. I think that's a problem. Nobody watches 
the it, Lions play. Yeah, nobody talks to, about him. But I mean, he's good. Yeah, it's a, he's a gunslinger. That was a weird one because that was the number one overall pick. Yeah, but he, I feel like he never got the scrutiny of number one overall pick because he went the Detroit. I just feel like that's you that's know that's just one of those places you go and nondescript. Yeah, he's nobody nobody talks about you. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we talk that's about right. that all the time that's when right. it's NBA, NFL, whatever. Yeah. You go to a certain place. Yeah. you know, you could have been the hottest thing since sliced bread, but you go there and nobody's going. Everybody's going to forget about that you. Could be it. Yeah. I remember he threw five thousand yards. And we were like, oh, okay, that clearly makes him a good quarterback. And everybody started doing it. It's like, oh, okay, never yeah, mind. I understand. Yeah. But yeah, um. Just throws a lot of interceptions to him. He does. How many picks he had this year? I think Caldwell kind of fixed it. He had he went twenty six and ten this year, but I don't think he played it. Oh, he played all sixteen games. Yeah, he went twenty six and ten this year. But yeah, uh, what do you think? Uh, the to the Colts. What team do you think fits him best? Colts. The Falcons. <laughs> Come home, him and Gurley. Yeah, Georgia boys. Stretch it out. That he's got a <laughs> way stronger arm than uh, Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm sort of surprised he wasn't in the Falcons or you didn't mention the Falcons in that list. But I would say the Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Colts because I mean the Colts realistically, Carson Wentz thing sounds like they can't realistically go get Carson Wentz. That's too much money. Yeah, and it's too much money for the Eagles to trade. So Stafford might be the next best thing. I would say maybe possibly to. Uh, the Patriots, and I only say yeah. that. Yeah, I say that because uh, since they're so used to, look, you can run a Tom Brady type scheme there because Matthew Stafford is a straight up pocket yeah, pastor. You're not else. getting that dude right out there. of the pocket. So, right I mean, yeah, I don't think you'd have to make a lot of adjustments, you know, around. You can kind of carry on with the same thing with Matthew Stafford, yeah. I would think. And it'd be a nice patch job because they got to find a way to get some weapons in there yeah. for whatever quarterback they get in the future. And uh, the thing is, they don't have a super high draft pick either. What's so they the, might end up with a guy who they need to sit for a year. While we're talking about this, what's the deal with the uh, Patriots and Cam? Wasn't that just wasn't that, was that a just a deal. one year thing? Yes, one year deal. So he's now a free agent. I guess not technically think, yeah, yet, but yeah, will be will a free be, agent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they anticipate on. Did has reports already came out about that? No. Nah. I don't think they're going to pick him back. They probably up, they probably they? won't bring him back. Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine. But that, but with the Patriots, so I mean, I don't. Look, if you're Cam, I, I wouldn't want to stay at the Patriots either because that's going to be a, a few more years. Look, if you're Cam, you're kind of in win that's now mode. So bad. Yeah. yeah, that, that roster is just not. They got a lot of holes to plug yeah. in the fix. You so a, uh, you got to be a real ceiling raiser to be like yes. the Patriots quarterback, and I don't think Cam's that anymore. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so um, I mean, with Cam, he needs to go to a destination where they're focused on winning now. Yeah. So I think right now, this is the Patriots. This is an article a few weeks ago. The Patriots. Might be have the fifteenth pick, slide in for fifteen. So you may get a quarterback there. I don't know which one you're getting if they're sold on somebody, but they need so much more besides that. I'll throw one out just because it kind of I've seen it in some people's mock drafts, I believe. Yeah. And too, it makes sense with the relationship and the school that it is. But I think Mac Jones, because a lot of the, the other yeah. QBs yeah. will be picked up by then. Yeah. So I think Mac Jones will probably be your best right. available um at that time. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which fits because that's another dude. You, good God, Mac Jones, bro, learn how to freaking slide, dude. Like, good. <laughs> my my guy almost injured himself uh, three or four different times uh, in three or four different games just right, sliding, dude. Yeah, it, have you seen him slide? I haven't. He tries haven't to do the baseball it. slide, but oh, what right. happens is 
he kind of pulls up on it too early. So he gets oh. his knee. Yeah, yeah, his knee gets caught yeah. in the grass. So, uh, yeah, he keeps dragging his knee. Yeah. Good Lord, bro. Like, yeah, Mac, <laughs> learn how to slide, bro. You're going to have to do that in the NFL. For sure. Because yeah. uh, Zadie says that Matthew Stafford is the gunslinger version of Alex Smith. And that sounds about right. Yeah. Alex Smith is also number one overall. I mean, player. I think Matthew Stafford is the closest thing we have to uh, Brett Favre. And leave. Mm, so I can see that. Yeah. Especially, yeah, because he has the interceptions too. The gun arm and the interceptions. He does yeah. both. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. yeah. That's fair. Two southern guys up in the up in the Midwest right. up right. there sl- gun slinging it in the snow and right. whatever. I don't know. My last headline, which we will get further into later, the coaching carousel continues. Mm-hmm. The Eagles and Detroit Lions finished their coaching searches. Mm-hmm. The Eagles hired Colts offensive coordinator who didn't call plays, even though everyone told me that was a qualification to be a head coach, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Sirianni. And the Lions hired the tight end and assistant head coach, to the re- assistant to the Sean Payton, uh, Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Biter of kneecaps, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get into this later. Yeah, we're getting more of this later. I will tease it, though. I'm giving out some grades. Because <laughs> uh, says, uh, first round for Matt Jones. Ain't no, ain't no Alabama receivers out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's real. It's real. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, we're going to yeah. get further into this coaching thing discussion later, but that is... He just wants to acknowledge that headline. So, yeah. yeah. I'm giving somebody an A. Plus plus. Ooh, a plus plus. Yeah. All a right. plus plus. All right. Yeah. Let's go on to not the expert of the week. Oh, can I throw a headline in? Talk because I forgot on. to. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to throw in my what's popping, but um, look, go ahead, start typing in the comments. Say, oh, Levi, you're right. You're so smart. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever you want to say. Um, the praise. You know, I'm not here for it, but if you'd like to extend it, I will take it. Alabama is officially number nine and number eight in the coaches and AP poll in basketball. We're undefeated in the SEC. All right, Tennessee ain't won a game in a minute. They lost again. Yeah, we took their juju away. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're frauds. on a three-game slide after uh, losing to us, but mm. it doesn't, I mean, it really doesn't matter. We've beaten, look, they're all scrubs. That, is, a, that is correct. You're just the best of the scrubs, for sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's. I mean. That's. I've watched cool. zero college basketball this year. I'm just. I'm just running. My mouth. Yeah. I mean. I've just seen yeah. scores. I'm just running my mouth. Look, everybody's. I. I get it. Whatever. It's the Corona season, but you can't really. You can't convince me though that if it was a regular season that oh yeah we would have Kentucky and Duke and North Carolina back to where they you know are supposed to be blah blah blah. No, it's not like that anymore, people. Go look at the freaking recruiting. What's going on? Not everybody's dumping into these schools anymore. So no, that's, yeah, that's what explains it. Going to other places, the, the like projected draft picks are just going different places. Yeah, exactly. Right? So but Baylor, it, it, Gonzaga, it would, like is, it is an abnormal year. The fact that Kentucky, Carolina, and Can Carolina and Duke are like all in rank. Yeah, that is a strange year. Yeah. Well, speaking, yeah. I mean, yeah, um, Coach K. He's I think Coach K just needs to retire. He's kind of lost it. He made the headlines again this week. I saw um, he apologized. What he do? So that was something I wanted to bring up. If you wanted to talk about that, but he said, "Student reporter, virtual." He asked yeah. him, uh, "Coach, where do you go from here?" Or you know, coming out of that loss, like, what's your mindset now? What do you do from here? And then Coach K was like, uh, "Well, you, oh, you asked me that. What, what what do you do, kid? What what's your major, huh? What's your major?" And it was just kind of awkward because it's like Zoom or whatever. So he's trying to figure out the major. So it's going to be back and forth. So I'm an econ major. He's like, "Okay, well, let's let's say uh, you just got out." of your uh, econ final and you did really poorly on it and you know you did bad on it and you walk out of that room and I walk up to you and say, hey, um, 
what's your mindset now? What are you going to do after that, uh, you know, final? Like, what, how are you going to... Uh, are you serious? Yeah, and he was like, you don't do that, do you? He was like, uh, you know, give us 24 hours or 48 nah, hours nah, to nah, think nah, about nah, it. Nah, so up, people were man. going in on him, and I think... So he complained mean, about doing his job and doing a press conference that he's been doing for years? Yeah, exactly, lose game exactly. No, no, no. About it? Coach K has lost it. Go ahead and get out of here. Clown, Look, okay? he's already... When they lost their... Started this season 0-3, and, and he's out here trying to... Uh, saying, you know what, guys? Like, uh, you know, it's really selfish that we're out here in the first place. Bro, I get it. Like, I get the sentiment of it, and I'm not saying that you're wrong, but you are the last person that needs to be telling us this right now because you're the most successful coach in the history of men's college basketball, pretty much, and you're out here. You started out 0-3, like your worst start ever, and then you're going to say, oh, you know what? It's just selfish in general that we're even out here playing. No, get out of here, man. Like, he's been pulling crap like this all season, so Coach K, retire. It was great. What's weird is Bye. I do think he was right about that. But this like but he press was conference thing. Terrible messenger. Yeah, yeah. Wrong this, time. Yeah, 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 exactly. This press conference thing is, is garbage. Like yeah. the, oh, well, you ask people questions after you've been doing this for how many years? Yeah. Coach K. But Coach, he's you know what the K stands for? Yeah. Clown. <laughs> how about that. How about that? But um, yeah, I, I know my Rona thing was a poor example, but uh it no, was the I only one you. I could think of right yeah, now. No, I but I feel like he's it, made it the headline every week. It was real convenient. Yeah, yeah. Ex exactly. Yeah, like no, get out of here. I understand. That's why my boy Nate Oates called him out. He said, Well, I just think he's scared. And he is. And Nate Oates was looking like, Hey, I have a good team now. I might actually win because all they are terrible. Nate Oates. And he was like, I have a I might actually win because everybody's terrible now. Let me make sure I make sure I come out against this. Keep Bruh, my season going. I, I want y'all to keep hating. Keep hating. Oh, you know what I love the most, too, is that last year I could troll. Like when Auburn was doing great in basketball and everybody was like, oh, Auburn's a basketball school. What's Auburn done this year? They've done nothing. And so nobody's picking. I can't get into any fights anymore <laughs> on social media because there's no Auburn fans that don't want any of the smoke. They keep. So yesterday I shared the news about. Uh, you know, us being in the uh, top 10, I just told, I just went ahead and told all yeah. the Auburn fans, yeah, y'all just keep scrolling. Don't, don't even acknowledge <laughs> this because I know y'all aren't. They were last year telling us they were a basketball school right. when they're not even a football school. You're a horse school. A That's what? it. A horse. Oh, so, okay. yeah. A horse. <laughs> I was real confused. Like, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, Equestrian school. That's what you yes, are. Yes. This kid is not the experts of the week. Yes. About who are you slandering this week? You're not the expert. Who well, I do not know this lady's name. Oh, okay. But unnamed, unnamed on that. Yes, an unnamed. This is new. She, she I was like not, this. yeah. <laughs> she's not named in the reports. But a lady who lives in Mexico. I read this last night. Mm -hmm. She got on her husband's Facebook, and she saw. Oh. <laughs> she was like, "Huh, this is weird." My husband just posted a picture. You know, he, he's got this picture with this really young, skinny, skinny chick. What's going on here? Clicks over to the next one. Oh, here's another one. Oh, here's another one. And she is mad. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, like any um, normal, rational human being would do uh, when they get mad, you don't talk about it. You just go stab them repeatedly. So yeah, stabs. yeah. So this lady, she got yeah. So she sees these pictures on his social media with this younger lady, skinnier lady, gets mad, goes and stabs him. Turn, comes to find out, oh, those are pictures of both of them from years ago. <laughs> this story was so crazy when I saw that. Yeah, good, yes, <laughs> that is ridiculous, bro. Like she got, she got, 
She called a charge for stabbing somebody her husband for posting her. Yeah, exactly. He cheated on her with herself. Yes. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I so saw not that. the expert of the week. For yeah. sure. The unnamed late stabbing yeah. lady. Um, not the expert of the week goes out to it. We're saying the NBA. Someone committed a cardinal of sin last night and got ejected for it, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamal Murray got mm-hmm. ejected last night. You know what Jamal Murray did? No. Threw a groin shot, man. Oh, he did? Yeah. Wait, with a... Directly in the groin. Hands, hands, hands to groin. Direct. A he couldn't direct even shot. go with the Draymond kick. No, he didn't, even, he didn't play it off. He just straight to groin. Hmm. And that is the biggest offense you can't commit. As a grown man. Yeah. So Jamal Murray, you might not the expert of the week. And also shout out to you for being out the bubble and turning back to your regular uh overpaid self, by the way. Yes. Salute to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't call people overpaid, but mm-hmm. you know, shout out to you for being back to being normal mm-hmm. and your sixteen point average. Um, yeah, that's disgusting, Jamal, and I hope they find you your whole salary. Mm-hmm. Even though it's the moment they do, but hope they find your whole salary. Goodbye. Experts of the week. Now Levi. Um I have two experts of the week. Okay. So I give one, then you give yours, and I give the other one. That okay. Do you want me to start in MMA? You want do you want my ironic one first or my serious one first? Do your well. Um, do your ironic one. Okay, Max of the week. Um, the UFC president Dana White declared war against piracy. Oh, oh That's yeah, what? yeah, I saw it. Okay, yeah, he, he declared war against piracy, <laughs> and he was talking. Okay, this is what he did, right? Well, he started on Instagram, right? Somebody was making a joke about how they're going to power the event. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you tried. I got something for all y'all. That's what basically what he said, right? So then everybody got excited. Like, oh, Dana's going to come after the pirates. Pirate guys. Let's see what happens here. And he went to a press conference before the fight. He's like, oh, yeah, we got one. Mm-hmm. We got one. He did the whole, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got yeah. one pirate. And um, he was like, yeah, we got his phone tapped. We're listening to his phone conversations. Like, Dana, there's no way you got legal I don't see this to anybody's phone conversations ever because mm-hmm. they were bootlegging your little sorry event. Mm-hmm. Um, your overpriced event. $70, by the way. $70 for that event. Mm-hmm. $70. When you already subscribed to the ESPN Plus app. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, so he could talk about how they got his phone tapped and everything. So Saturday night comes, the event goes. Like, so how'd it go with the streamer, with the, with the pirate guy? You know what Dana says? Oh, he didn't even stream the event. Yeah, he put out a statement oh, yes. telling people, I'm not streaming the event. And told him how to go legally get it. Yeah. And that's good because we had him. Yeah. I'm going to get one every single event. Yeah. So shout out to Dan- Dana White defeating internet piracy mm-hmm. one person at a time. Yeah. What a guy. What a champion. Incredible. For each of these events, I would love for Dana to come dressed out uh, as, as a, a pirate. pirate uh, come to the podium. Um, actually make him walk the plank. You know, <laughs> Come next to a plank. Uh, bring your guy that you caught for the week and make yes. him walk a plank into a kiddie pool in front of all the media. That'd be great. That man caught a whole... I would love for him to dive into this character. That man caught one... Allegedly caught one stream, which I don't even believe... No one believes this story. Mm-hmm. It sounded good until he started keep talking because he was like... This this way he said, like, so when he pushes that button, we're going to get him. So he pushes <laughs> that button. Like, I don't think you know how this works at all. I don't know how it works either. I definitely know you don't know. You well, some are, words. some are speculating he's the reason why the app crashed. Oh, the, yeah, I did. Yeah, because apparently ESPN, ESPN, ESPN app, cra- yeah, yeah, it crashed and a down. lot of people couldn't watch yeah. the uh, event. JJ so, White asked for a refund. That's how bad it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I think he's going to have to give out refunds because, like, there were people who paid money and right. never got to see a second of the match. Yeah, I think people missed, like, two of the fights on the card. Yeah. Yeah. And so some people speculate that you could accredit that to uh, Dana White. He brought yep. the uh, hackers upon him. He did. He did. He, he, brought, so. he, he started a war with the wrong people. Yeah. And then what's funny is he tried to downplay that. He was like, yeah, I think it was just the West Coast thing. Only about 2,000 people got affected. <laughs> like, okay, Dana. That's 2,000 people who paid for an event as opposed to the, the 
internet streams, which I heard. Uh-huh. I heard. Don't know about it. I heard they ran very smoothly, mm-hmm. the streams, hmm. from people told me. I'm wasn't you, though. No, it wasn't you know, me. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. No, 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 no. I watch highlights. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah, walk the plank. Dan's going to make a power walk the plank. That's my <laughs> takeaway from that. What's your expert of the week? Um, I'll go... Well, number one, I'll just throw it out there. Hank Aaron. I'll, hey, I don't have to say anything else it. after that, That's except facts. for R.I.P. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. You're uh, my last one. I'm I'm going to the I'm going to the courts with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, circuit judge, whatever they call it, circuit city court judge, whatever they call him. Mm-hmm. Um, Rodolfo A. Ruiz the second. This man saved the world. You know what? You know what he did. What he did. If you remember Robert Kraft went to that massage parlor mm-hmm. and got a little too handsy. If you will, and got arrested. <laughs> I'd say somebody else got a little too handsy, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was too many yeah. hands involved. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. So, you know, he got arrested and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the case, they had it for that famous footage. It became a whole federal thing. But, you know, stuff got dropped because apparently the footage wasn't legally obtained because mm-hmm. they didn't have legal rights to film in there, which, I mean, big money can get you out of things like that. Mm-hmm. But this judge, this judge ordered the videotape of him in there to be destroyed. And thank you so much for sparing all of us from scrolling on Twitter and accidentally seeing that on our timeline. Yes. That is a 70 year old man, and none of us need to see that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rodolfo A. Ruiz II. We appreciate you for saving all of us. Thank yes. you so much. Also, Robert Kraft, you spent a lot of money to get out of that. That was a really expensive situation. How much money he spent? I mean, you got to think he had good lawyers, right? That, oh, was, yeah, a, that sure. was like a Fed investigation. Like, the Fed's busted in there. Yeah. Like they had everything. Yeah. The place told him he got out of that. Talk about being in the wrong place at the yeah. wrong time. He had no, he overpaid. Yeah. He definitely overpaid. Whatever price he paid for the, it wasn't worth all this. <laughs> um, go, go private next time. You're a billionaire. Go private. Why would you, why are you flying down to Florida in the playoffs? Like, what do you, okay, whatever, Kraft. People know how to do crimes, man. Yeah. Um, next. Oh, well, I had one oh, I'm more. I'm sorry. My bad. Go ahead. Oh, um, yeah, I won't even get into it because I forgot what he's already said by now. But I just love the post game conference. So, I mean, the post game interview so much. And then I got, Lost in a YouTube rabbit hole of watching some interviews of him. But uh, shout out to uh, Jerry Stackhouse, man. I just, I love what he's doing over at Bandy. And uh, he's keeping the foot on the gas. No excuses over there. But I just love Jerry Stackhouse in general and the way he carries himself. Jerry so Stackhouse shout put out. hands on you, too. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen his interview? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize Jerry Stackhouse was at Vanderbilt. I forgot he was at. Yeah, I knew he was, but I forgot until I saw it. But um, yeah, it was two minutes of uh comedy because he right. wasn't he didn't hold back. He oh, just yeah. he just he told just him how he going off. Yeah, told him how the how he really feels. Nice. Yeah. Well, not the expert. Oh wait, we already did that. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. So wait, we got. I'm in a predicament here. What's up? Can you start this while I? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. That's how I get strawberry <laughs> lemonade. Get you yes, time. it is. Get you <laughs> So we are going to And be, I had a bottle of water before that. Oh yeah, you you yeah, you you well hydrated. We're going to the AFC championship this weekend that took place. Um the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills. So um I picked the Bills to win this game. I was wrong. I picked the Bills because I wanted I wanted the Mahomes and Rod the Super Bowl. And the way football has worked this year, I don't get things I want. I wanted the Eagles to not be terrible. Guess what they were? Terrible. So I went with what I figured the NFL wanted for me, which is for me to not be happy. So I picked the Bucks and the Bills to win. Um, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are too strong for these NFL desires. They, they, they got too much, too much weight. They have too much weight for it. 
that's a fact because I did. Levi is the only person following college basketball. I don't know anyone else. I haven't seen anyone else say a word about college basketball except them. He's the only person. So yeah, um, I didn't even I, I didn't watch the game game live because I was annoyed by the Packers Buccaneers game. So I kind of and I was kind of tired, so I took a nap. And I watched it this morning. Uh, Kansas City, pretty good, pretty good football team. Um, the thing that's scary with Kansas City is that all their main players are under contract control for the next for for the next like few years, which is terrifying because that means they can be back. And let's talk about Patrick Mahomes for a second, y'all. Patrick Mahomes has started, has been a full-time starter for three years. He has been at least to the AFC Championship every year. He's been to Super Bowl back-to-back years now. This is the most unprecedented run we've ever seen. Some guys only been to one Super Bowl in their entire life, and Mahomes already been to, is already going to his second. Like, that's crazy. He's, he's encapsulating an entire career of work in, like, four seasons. That's ridiculous. Uh, the Chiefs are ridiculous. Shout out to Andy Reid for, you know, you know, walking it up, locking it up, um, doing all his coaching stuff there. They doing all the things he couldn't do in Philadelphia, you know? Shout out to him for using all the years <laughs> in Philadelphia to grow into this champion that he has become now. And um that was kind of shady. I still love Andy, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Can you give me one? Can you give me one Andy? Just one Andy. All right. Levi, you're back. Yeah. I really don't have much on this yeah. AFC championship game. Um You know about Sean McDermott? Coaching scared. Yeah, what would he do again? Um, he he kicked like he set up like three field goals in the red zone. Yeah, yeah, on you're fourth right. And yeah. Short. yeah. What are you doing, bro? I you think scared. this is an example of somebody getting in their own head, getting in their own head. Yeah, Mariah, that was not. It was kind of shady. That was a little shady, mo. I threw, I threw a little. It was a little shady on Andy Reid. Um, but my thing with uh, you're playing the Chiefs, bro. Bro, they had fourth. Yeah, you got fourth and three at like the in inside the red zone, like mm-hmm. very close. Like, the next would have been first and goal, right? Mm-hmm. My man, let's get the field goal line and take three. What are you what are you playing the Chiefs? Field goals don't get you nowhere but but to death. And they got him closer and closer to death every time. Yeah. It was, yeah, I don't know. I think he got in his own head. I really think he got in his own head. Uh, yeah. Because after so, the game, he was like, you know, we had struggled. We had, we were, I feel like we were struggling to get up, put up points. You think that helped? Three points? Think that helped you a lot? No. But yeah. I will say, I was, I'm still. Skeptical of the Chiefs defense. Yeah. Because while they did technically get stopped, they got some good stops in this game. They also were kind of, you know, you did get into the red zone. And I don't think that's going to work against everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody still looking for field goals in that situation. And it could have looked different if they didn't. So, mm-hmm. But overall, I was, you know, I was impressed with what they did because I thought the Bills defense would be able to stop them a little more than they did. Mm-hmm. And I thought Mahomes' bad toe and half concussion would be more of a problem than it was. But mm-hmm. it wasn't a problem. Yeah, I thought it would be too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that defense was able to generate a lot of pressure yeah. on Josh yeah. Allen, and they and, were able to hold him in the pocket too, where yeah. he couldn't get loose, yeah. uh, and he had to use his arm. And so, Josh, and that's the key. Josh has the thing that every good scrambling quarterback has that infuriates the fans, but also makes the fans love him. Where you don't want to just take the sack, yes. or throw the ball away. Yes. <laughs> like he had so many sacks, was like he just kept holding a stiff arm out, and they just wouldn't let him go, and yeah. then you lost another twelve yards because you just kept holding on to the dude. Mm-hmm. Like he has that going for him, but I think. I don't think Josh played great in this game. No, he didn't. Yeah, I think the spotlight got to him a little bit. Yeah, I think got to the whole team really. The, the pressure of that that situation got mm-hmm. to him. Um, I think you know, so too because yeah. the Bills were the most talked about team pretty much going in, into this week. I think, and they, they were looked at as the as a big threat to the Chiefs. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and I think they're kind of viewed as um, America's team, you could say, because this is even based off last year. If you look at somebody did. 
it was like Reuters or somebody. They did a uh, 2020 NFL playoffs uh, yeah. Twitter map. Yeah. And so like kind of the fans and they, they were basing off like which states cheered for which teams. And uh, Buffalo had the most states like you could have called really, them. Yeah. The, yeah so, yeah, maybe that's I think that comes with the added pressure. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody's cheering for you. Right. All, right. All eyes on you. There yeah. will be no burning, no jumping through burning tables anymore. No. The table burning has ceased. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Sad. Yeah. Sad day. Yeah. Sean McDermott, let that be listed. You don't go scared no more. Yeah. Andy Reid didn't teach you that when you were in Philly. Next, you want to go to the NFC Championship? Yes, NFC Championship. Um, the game we were both right about because we both picked the Bucks to win. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, this is an example of styles make fights. The Packers went 13-3 this year. The team that embarrassed them this year was the Bucks. And Rodgers was sacked, I think, 17 times this year. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe more. Ten of them in these two games were to the Bucks. The Bucs are just a bad matchup for them. Mm-hmm. And losing David Bakhtiari didn't help that situation. We down offensive linemen. But I think the Bucs are just a really bad matchup for them. That defense, good. What was the Packers' defense in the first half? Trash. Like. Kevin King. That's when you turn off Madden because you can't get up because it's cheating on third down. Yeah. Because they kept every third down possible, they kept giving up. And you know what annoyed me? Like, one point in the first half, because you know how, like, defensive players do. They get a stop on first, second, third down. They be celebrating. Like, y'all shouldn't celebrate till you get off the field on third down. Yeah. You know what they didn't do? Got field on third down. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Just conversion after conversion. They were, I thought I had it written down how many third down conversions they had, but. Uh, it was a yeah, lot of them. It was a lot. Yeah, all of them, basically. <laughs> until the second half. Yeah. Basically, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, what's weird is, I saw a tweet about this, right? A funny, it was like last year the Packers, Josh said it to me, it's like last year the Packers were 13 and 3, losing the NFC Championship. In the offseason, they draft no one that can help that situation, go 13 and 3, losing the conference championship again. Like they just, I don't know, man. I was, I was not, in, I was, I was unimpressed. And I felt like I had a feeling going into it because if you get cooked in the game, it's hard for me to pick you. Mm-hmm. The same reason I didn't pick the Saint, the Bucks against the Saints because like I understand the Saints have issues, but they cooked the Bucks twice. Yeah. Like it's hard for me to pick you when I've watched you, visually seen you. Get flambéed out here, mm-hmm. and they got flambéed, and they flambéed the Packers, and it it was a bad look. It was it's ugly. Um, how'd you feel about the fourth and eight thing, the fourth down, um, set up, taking the field goal instead of going for it? Yeah. So, well, there's look because I'm so in person. It's a little layered to this because at the time when it happened, yeah, I didn't. I questioned it, but I did not scrutinize it just because yeah. I thought it yeah. made. A little bit of sense now. If your defense has been getting stops, and you've got no, you've got nowhere on the red zone. Yeah, I kind of get the call. Exactly, but but I have to take it back though, and scrutinize it now because mm-hmm. if you think, if bro, if they don't convert it, you've got the Buccaneers pinned inside their own twenty. That's a good. Point. You got way better field goal. So yeah, I I don't know why I didn't scrutinize it at the time. Uh, because yeah. I thought it made sense because I was right there with you. But then I thought, wait, if they didn't convert it, that's true. They would have been pinned inside you know, the twenty. An, that's an angle I didn't consider actually. Yeah, that's a good point. It, so you now. Yeah. so I thought about that. But so everybody's talking about this, right? It's the big thing, like oh Matt Lafleur, that was so stupid. Why didn't you do it? Why aren't we talking, which I know a lot of people are talking about, um, and I'm not hating on them, uh, yeah, because you should have given Aaron Rodgers the fourth, you know, the four yeah. downs, but Aaron Rodgers, don't, when, when they ask you why you didn't run on third down, don't say, oh, well, I thought I had another down to do it. You should have ran it anyways, bro. You would have, it would have given you more yards at least on the next attempt, like, 
My man's third into triple coverage, have, bro. And he had it wide open in front this, of them. But I'm thinking about this. Okay. And Rod is 37 years old. Maybe his legs don't move like okay, that no yeah, more, bro. And I did think, okay, so <laughs> when I was watching <laughs> that game, too much. when I was watching that game, bro, and I saw it, I saw him, he had yeah. that right side. I was like, oh, he could, like, he can run that. Yeah. And then he throws it, right? Right. And so they're running back the replay on it. And they're doing the yeah. five different, 20 different camera angles right, that they right, have, right. right? So as they're going through the different camera angles and showing you that, you know, no matter how you look at it, he was triple covered. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, okay, as I'm seeing these angles, I'm looking at the whole time. I'm not even watching the catch. Yeah. I'm looking at where these secondary guys are and where Aaron Rodgers is and angles. Yeah. Like, and I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, he is a little old. And back in the day, Aaron Rodgers would have had that angle. That. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But at the same time, bro, that would have put you at least at, at fourth, fourth and one. Story. Yeah, exactly. It's a much easier decision to make. Exactly. Yeah, so um, I think it was, it was a terrible decision. And for him to... Look, just say, bro, you messed up. You should have run. Don't say you thought you had four downs because to me that even makes less sense that you're going to throw it into – because really it I, it makes more sense to me to throw it into triple coverage on your last attempt that that's the only thing yeah. you have left. So the thing, get out of yeah, here, Aaron um, Rodgers. The thing with that, right, I think – one, I hate criticizing plays like that, so it's when I see screens. So, oh, we should have done this because, mm-hmm. like, football moves so fast. Yeah. So it's hard for me to, like, really know what you should have done. I yeah. think his answer is kind of weird, though. Yeah, but also I think getting sacked so much that day, being under so much pressure, probably threw him off. So. No, it probably yeah, it probably so did. So maybe that has has something to do with it too. I don't know, but yeah, I that's a, that's a bad answer though. Yeah, I love it. That's a terrible answer. So uh, I I would just say that all the scrutiny has been on Matt Lafleur for that call when we could definitely say you know it's like any game where something goes wrong late and then you say everybody. hey you can't blame Just you know blame that everybody. one thing exactly. Yeah. But uh, I mean I got a few different things. I want to want to say on this. Number one is that I think I've noticed, or I finally noticed, and I've gotten it down. Uh, Chris Godwin's relationship pattern with the football. Um, he's really in it just for the chase. Okay, all you footballs out there, Chris Godwin is only in it for the chase, oh, and he's only here if you make it difficult. My man is tripping in a contract year, by the way. He's yeah, bro. This year. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Chris Godwin, he's not going to catch the easy ones, bro. Like if you're really into him and you want to go right into his hands, he don't want it, bro. He's going to drop you. But if yeah. you make that, if you make it hard to catch. He's going to go get it for he you. He did snatch the one that made no sense to catch. Exactly. Right after he dropped, dropped one that hit him in the it's chest, a real bro. Sammy, you remember Sammy Coates at Auburn? He only caught ridiculous passes? Yes. Like That's that's like the Chris Godwin thing. Yeah, exactly. Like it, The more ridiculous it is, the better I can catch it. Mm-hmm. It's strange. Yeah. It's strange. It's weird. Um, It's a toxic relationship that you shouldn't have with the football. Especially Chris. in the contract year, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you messing up the bag. Yeah. Um, Another thing, too, yeah. is um, Kevin King. Um, Woo! Bro, he, my man's Ooh. got exposed out there by everybody. Like he was in on every play. I my love man. those uh, pictures, especially the one of him under uh, <laughs> Lenny playoff Lenny. He was under playoff oh Lenny. Like he God. was everywhere, was bro. So Getting yeah, but so Scott Scotty Miller runs Burnt a four point three flat, toast. bro. Yeah, yeah. Like me and the comp said, there's nothing deceptive about Scotty Miller's speed. Yeah. I'm like, pretty sure isn't Scotty Miller the dude who where Deion Sanders stopped in the middle of the the combine broadcast. I said, whoa. And he was really surprised. And they were like, Dion, why, why are you surprised? And he <laughs> was like, possible. you know why I'm surprised, but I can't say it on <laughs> TV. And he's like, possible. I got to shake his hands. I'm pretty sure that, that was Scotty sure Miller. Possible, yes. Yeah. So yeah. the dude runs a 4-3 flat. He's yes. fast. Um, also, but I do give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. And this may just because they were talking about it. But in my head, I thought they were going to do it too. They had eight seconds left. I thought they were, fl- were going to throw it to the out. Mm. And then, because I'm thinking... 
Tom Brady don't really want to chunk it down there right, right now. Right, so right. they're going to go a little out route. So I think that's what the way he played it, I think King was anticipating him yeah. to like uh, yeah. hit the sideline, but he didn't. And he just kept running. The play call was also terrible. Like The defensive play yeah, call? Yeah, or off, play, okay, yeah, yeah. Call, so the offensive play call was oh, great perfect, because yeah, yeah. they surprised me. I yeah, thought, yeah. yeah. The they pulled a little Bruce, Bruce Arians yeah, there. You defense, know? Yeah. Defense play call was terrible. Not a Bruce Arians, uh, Andy Reid yeah. with Chad Henney. I was watching NFL Live, and they asked Mark Spears about that play. And they're like, so what happened on this play? He goes, Marcus, it's like, he's, 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 all he said was, Mike Patton out here point shaving. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he clarified, of course, like, not really point shaving, but that's such a bad call. I don't, yeah. I don't understand it. I understand it. Yeah, it was, that was terrible. Yeah, it was a bad call. Uh, you touched on Aaron Rodgers' press conference yesterday. Mm-hmm. Let's get into Green Bay and, and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, can I say one more Go before ahead. we get deeper? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Another one thing, too, I just want to throw out is, uh, oh, shout out to Dickie V. For pitching himself as a Pepto man, did you see those tweets? I've heard he was having a rough time. Yeah, he's a big uh, Tampa Bay fan, and he yeah. kept posing selfies with a bottle of Pepto and just saying, uh, "You know, the diaper dandy is gonna be need to be changed tonight." Uh, Aaron Rodgers giving me diarrhea. Uh, so shout out to Dickie V. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think that was planned. I don't think Pepto hit him up and told him to do that, but they. Look for they that probably, in the future. Yeah, yeah. Also, Murphy Bunting, the corner for mm-hmm. Tampa, but for Tampa Bay, who got that interception. But you know, could, sh- should have been that the holding, pulling that whole. Yeah, should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. called a holding. So <laughs> I get it. I see the hold. But for once in my life, I'm siding with Dominique Foxworth. He got on Twitter, of course, and what he say? He didn't see nothing. Um, that was a great. What did he say about the flag? That was a great no game? call. Do what? About the flag? What did you say about the flag at the end? Of the game? I don't. I have no idea what he said about that. Uh, what, but, what do you say about that? Oh, what do I yeah, say? What do you say about that. Let it be. You know, it's whatever. Levi paid the bus go to Super Bowl before the season. Exactly, bro. That's why I couldn't get mad at it. That's why I couldn't get get mad at it. But I am giving. Look, it it just got proven. I thought, wow. I was surprised he caught the ball. Like picked it. It looked really weird, you know, from the angle. But. I was like, man, yeah, you got to give that to him no, because no, a don't. corner was able to make that. That was such a good. He only caught it because he held him. But that was that was still so impressive, like how he was able to get his hands up like that and you know catch it. Impressive? Look, look, the hold was impressive. Yeah, was okay, look, my my point was proven even further on that very next uh, drive, or no, as the drive continued, when freaking yeah, the next drive when they got the ball and Brady threw that prayer. And hit Mark Redman right in the freaking hands. A secondary for Green Bay. I mean, it just fell right into his hands and he dropped. And I was like, see, that's exactly why you reward Murphy Bunning. Because any other secondary player, cornerback, they're not catching that football. So if the, if the dude made the play and was able to catch the football, let it be. Next topic. Secondary suck. Why, why do y'all suck so much? Like, Why do y'all have frying pan hands? I just don't get it. Y'all that's should be able to catch why, the ball. That's why better. they DBs, man. Yeah, that's I know. I can see that, bro. <laughs> like, they, they're bad. I'm, yeah, both those in the AFC, too, like both sides had dropped interceptions. Yeah. Like, it was so yeah. bad. Sorry. You good. Uh, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, Aaron did the thing at the press conference. We like, I don't know what my future holds and all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Packers fans got scared. Mm-hmm. The GM came out like, Aaron ain't going nowhere. Aaron's our leader. We ain't getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. Because you know why he did that? Because Jordan Love didn't... Uh, what's that, that his name? Jordan Love, yeah. Yeah. Jordan Love didn't suit up for a single game this year, and it was his first round pick. He didn't suit up for a game. Why? Because he's not good. <laughs> Apparently. They blew that pick. He didn't suit up. <laughs> he like, didn't for suit one. up. I read this. I read it on, I saw it on Reddit this morning. He did not suit up. 
for a game this year. Who is their second? Who's their second string? A man named Tim Boyle. I'm looking at depth chart right now. Tim Boyle is second string. Jordan Love's third stringer. First round pick who they traded up for in the first round to take, Levi. Yeah. That's why that's why Aaron can't go nowhere. Because mm-hmm. they cause he's gonna look stupid. Yeah. You gotta force Jordan Love out here. So yeah. Um You think they're getting the wide receiver this year? Well, they got other Places that need to be addressed. Though, yeah, so. they should draft every cornerback possible and hope yeah. one of them's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, right? That's true. Um, yeah, they should do that. <laughs> yeah, because I think the receiver thing. I think it would have helped to have a second one because, like, Chase Claypool was still on the board. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins was available. Like, those are game changes when you put those with Devontae Adams. Like, yeah. the receivers they have now are nice, but you get one of those next to Devontae, you're in a different world, right? Mm-hmm. But this is another good receiving class. Maybe they go receiver this year. Mm-hmm. But they could actually they have other places they can address. Yeah, unless they want to for the first time in their lives embrace free agency. Maybe find somebody there, mm-hmm. find a cornerback, something there, because they need help. They need, like you said, they need help in a few places. What they didn't address it in the draft properly. Everyone who loves Aaron Rodgers that isn't beholden to the Packers, they're just yeah. Rodgers fans. They're all yelling, "Get out, Aaron!" These people do not uh, want to see you yeah, succeed. I'm, they don't love you. Get out. I'm not in that camp either, and I love Aaron. I'm not in that uh-huh. camp though. Yeah, so I'm, really not. I'm not in that camp either, yeah. and the reason why is. Because I don't think the organization is out here scheming on Aaron Rodgers, wanting him to fail. Uh, we were having this conversation last night, and somebody uh, was saying, I think it was Brax, who was saying, um, name me, he was like, name me uh, one other quarterback in this league who's never gotten a uh, you know, wide receiver drafted for them, or something like that. You that know, just saying, yeah, just saying Aaron Rodgers never had a weapon. Round. Yeah, I yeah. said, well, I'll throw one QB out there, uh, and I may be wrong, but I'll just take a guess. Brett Favre, because the Packers have ran that organization the same for ever, bro. That's why they picked up freaking Jordan Love this year, because they thought he was going to be the next Patrick Mahomes or then their next Aaron Rodgers to their Brett Favre. So, but that's just how, look, everything Green Bay has done as of lately is nothing new. So, I don't know why we're still talking, like getting hung up on this and expecting them to change. The biggest indictment on Green Bay is the fact that they've had they have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and they have one Super Bowl each and yeah. two total Super Bowls. That is insane. Yeah, to have two all time quarterbacks and one Super Bowl apiece. That's wild. And like I said, they've always had wait two one Hall- Super Bowl. Pe- well, yeah, Brett only had one win and Aaron's had. This one outside win. the Lombardi days you're talking about, right? Because they got no. More so than I said two. they've had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. they've had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back and have one. A Super Bowl each. Bart Starr is in the in the Hall of Fame. Bro. I don't care. That's too far back. Roll Todd. That's Bart when Starr. you could be in the Hall of Fame for throwing like a thousand yards a season yeah. or something. Mm. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> respectfully, respectfully, Bart Starr. Respectfully, and to your people. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's levels. Yeah, it's I levels. <laughs> um, bro, they were out here fighting a war. Facts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. Honestly, the Packers are kind of the best fit offensively. That best offensive line when they're healthy. Um, I don't think you're just gonna find that anywhere else, you know. Because Bakhtiari is a great lineman. You're not gonna just replace that. Offense, they have a lot of pieces in place mm-hmm. right now offensively that I don't think you're gonna find anywhere else. I think the camaraderie's there, and I don't think Matt Lafleur is a bad coach. He no, made some really so bad either. decisions, yeah. but I don't think he's a bad coach at all. Yeah. I don't think you fall in 13 wins back to back years being terrible at your job. Yeah. And the, well, mind Doug Peterson. Is, well, he only won thirteen games once, I guess. So I guess he might be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, sorry. Nah, my Doug Peterson. My Eagles came out <laughs> for a second. Um. But yeah, I, I think he. I think him and Green Bay is gonna stay together. I think. I think yeah. it's the best fit. Well, and this is everybody's like, first season too. Second. Right? This is the second. Season? Yeah, because he was yeah. there last year when they got the NFC. That's right. Yeah. Um. 
This is had, Mike McCarthy's first year. Yeah, yeah. I was based he took a year off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They oh. had no business being in, in the NFC Championship last year. No. This year they should have been. Last yeah. year they had no business being there. That's why they got ran out of the building. But that's impressive, though. He's been able to take them yeah, to two that's, in a row. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. So I think Flores a solid coach. I think, I think he should just stay there. Yeah. Um. I think he will stay there. I don't think anybody's moving on. I think Aaron's one of those people that, like, when something ends badly, he gets mad cryptic, and I relate to this. So, like, you just start projecting the worst possible outcome mm-hmm. and start saying it. That way you start believing it in your head. Yeah. So I relate to that. It's a very toxic trait, but I relate to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think that's what Aaron got going on, for real, for real. Um, but he's probably going to get the MVP this year, so that's oh. nice. Yay. Oh. Oh. He got something. Yeah. You know? Uh, something. Tampa and the Bucks. Levi, the Bucks are going to host the Super Bowl. First time. First ever. time ever. Yeah. It's actually really impressive. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty shocking. I didn't think I'd ever, I didn't think I would ever do it for some reason. It hadn't been really? so long. Like, it's probably never going to happen, yeah. I guess. But salute to them. They, yeah. they, they pulled it off. Look, hey. Um, I was both right about Tom Brady in the Bucks and wrong. Because mm-hmm. I didn't think their weapons fit him, which they didn't for a while. But then they adjusted the offense to do more Brady stuff. Mm-hmm. And now everything's going smoothly there. Um, I think I came around to the end of the season to the fact they probably will make the Super Bowl because the, they have a good shot because the NFC is so untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. That's what I said this year. Um, here they are. Yeah. Back again. They are. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning in his way to a Super Bowl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Doing the Peyton Manning number, <laughs> the thing Peyton Manning did in Denver at the end of his career. All right. So here's where uh, I will argue with you on that one is um, number one is that you were right. And it's c- cool that you bring that up because. I actually um, was watching one of our past videos. It's actually our first episode, or oh, yeah. episode zero. Yeah. And it was right when Tom Tom Brady went over. So we were talking about it. And you said the same thing. And then that's where I said, I just think there's so many weapons and Arians is you know, such an offensive-minded guy. Yeah. He'll figure it out. Like yeah. he'll, he'll run them like right, they're supposed right. to run. And that's what's happened. But I wanted to ask you um i mean i don't really really know like how to ask this but i would say yeah tom brady hasn't been the you know mvp candidate or correct the rocket i mean he tried to lose out game. there and, yeah yeah exactly yeah. through three interceptions but if he would have lost i would have said he, he i say he'd been around the falcons too long that's what yeah. i'm gonna say i had that ready well let, let's say like let's say this was look was it was tom brady a difference maker for this team would they be in the spot right now without tom brady if they had james winston Okay, or well, like, I mean, yeah, Jameis uh, or, no. I mean, if you want to plug another... Yeah, Jameis, no. Okay. Are you, like, replacing an average quarterback, or are you putting, like, a good quarterback? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying put an Aaron Rodgers right there, but okay, yeah, yeah. maybe a Matt Ryan. Is a Matt Ryan doing this with... Uh, possibly. Maybe. Matt Ryan Matt's a maybe. That. <laughs> yeah. They, they kind of loaded. I think you got to go a tier below. You got to go on, like, yeah. the Jameis tier. Yeah. Which Jameis could have been there if you cut, like, three Cavs interceptions mm-hmm. out. But, man, went 30 and 30. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I, I That's think such with, a ridiculous stat. Every time I think about him going thirty and thirty, is the most ridiculous thing to me. In yeah, a it is. I think I, I think the thing with Brady is that I think he has made a. I think he's, uh, he has a large handprint on this team, and it's not just through, uh, you know, the whole uh, he his performance. But yeah, exactly. Like when you're in the locker room with Tom Brady, or you're going into practice every day with Tom Brady, you know, like it's just a mental thing. And like, also, yeah, and also he made them go all in. Yeah, they made every move to make sure they got here. Well, yeah, exactly. Like they yeah. would not and have they Gronk, they that. wouldn't have no. uh, AB, like they no. wouldn't have some of these other guys. So yeah, I mean, I think he was the catalyst um, yeah. that got Tampa Bay to where yeah, they're they, at. They and stopped so, all in when they got him, which they had to do. 
Do what? Yeah, do what they had to do. They got Tom Brady for two years. You got to go all in. Yeah, exactly. So it, made, it made them change direction as an organization. Yeah. So. And a great thing that they have done too is Bruce Arians said that he's given Tom Brady way more liberties. And yeah. that was one of the problems right. at New England. He didn't, he wasn't able to control the offense yeah. and call plays. So that's what he's been able to do this year. Yeah. Now, what's interesting uh, so, is yeah. Brady said that the fourth down call in, the, in the halftime was Arians' call, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he said that was Arians' call. He mm. said Arians had a call, and I like this, so we went with it. Nice. But, yeah, but I so like how they're like, able to work. Now. Yeah. yeah. Arians isn't blaming him for everything in press conferences anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they have a nice little friendship now. Mm-hmm. So I think that, I think that's why it had to take though. Like, yeah, Arians got to be Arians and Brady got to be be Brady. Yeah, and they'll they'll yeah. work it out. Right, know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't yeah. help. Me, it helps me have like a ridiculous defense and get a pass rush. Yeah, you have a monster which is exactly there. yeah. Last year they had that defense. Yeah, it was I think the. They number one in the league, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean they had, a quarterback. They had a quarterback. Look, James Winston's good, but <laughs> bad at the wrong. He's good <laughs> and bad at the wrong time. He's just the, he's an enigma. Yeah, there would yeah. never be another James. My man is like the best and worst quarterback at the exact same time. You know what he is? What he's like souped up Eli Manning. Before James Winston, before James Winston. Eli Manning was the best worst quarterback ever. James took that crown handily. I like that because James is so good and so bad. Yeah, the yeah. worst decision making. You are going to live and die. You Literally. will for sure die. You will for sure die. You're gonna live a little bit, but it's guaranteed I mean, death. The man got Mike Evans to what five years of a thousand yards. Yeah, like the man did work. He just did it. Yeah, he worked for the other teams. Exactly. He's, he's yeah. he played. All. He played all time QB. Yeah. He was out it. there. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Everybody, everybody gets a touchdown. You are the DB. One of y'all gonna get it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's very. Shout out to the Bucks. Yeah. Know? Shout out to the Bucks. And I can't believe too that <laughs> Tom Brady now has as many NFC championships as uh, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. That is it's amazing. That's, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. You yeah. know what I'm saying most accomplished quarterback of all time. Yeah. Yes. Um. Now you want to get into this? Do you have anything else you want to add? There you go. Okay. It. Yeah. Okay. So we missed this in headlines. The NFL coaching carousel. Uh. The Eagles hired a coach, Nick Sirianni. I am unexcited. <laughs> but in fairness, Levi, I will never be excited about a head coach again. <laughs> I just watched the man win a Super Bowl and end up yeah, being terrible. Yeah. I will never yeah. believe in a coach again. Yeah. Like, we might be on Super Bowl number three. And I'd be like, I don't know. I need one more year. Like, I'm, I'm so, I, I don't trust any, court, any coach ever. Um, so we couldn't go get the dude that stood next to Andy. Mm-hmm. So we got the dude that stood next to Doug who stood next to Andy. Who stood next to the dude that stood next to Doug, basically. Cause we couldn't get Frank Reich, who stood next to Doug, who stood next to Andy. So we got Nick Sirianni, who stood next to Frank, who stood next to Doug, who stood next to Andy. That's the that's the coaching tree here. It's like some long tree that leads somehow back to Andy Reid yeah. in a weird roundabout way for no reason. I like that though. I yeah, mean, like no. it's like we can't just go get another Nick, another Andy guy. We just fired one. He yeah. might not want to give us one. So let's go get a dude that's sitting next to a dude that's sitting next to him. Yeah. And that's what we've done with Nick Sirianni. I, I doubt. I don't know. I mean, I can't say. I just don't see the Eagles even wanting him to offer Eric Bien to me just because they don't even want to, like, have that with Andy Reid. Or yeah. even, like, I don't know. I mean, I may be wrong on that. Or I don't know. They don't want to fire Andy like Reid. Got to get another Andy Reid guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. This is another <laughs> one of these, quote, unquote, young, hotshot offense coordinating minds. But he didn't call plays, Levi, which everyone told me that's why Airbnb can't get a job because he doesn't call plays. So I was that's what I was told. I thought he that's d- what people were saying. So B enemy doesn't call plays? They split they split play call and do as far as I know. So Andy, Andy still is the main one, but I think I think Airbnb has a lot of say in the play calls. Yeah. But being 
Reed will call plays as well. But I think Reed handed a lot of it off to him too. Mm-hmm. Trying to help him boost him up to get a job. But mm-hmm. you know, for some reason, Airbnb <laughs> can't some strange reason. Well, He's I not wanna, qualified. Okay, well, I want to talk. I want to talk to you about that though, because I do get that argument. But there is one other person uh, who everybody was touting as uh, they were going to get hired and ended up not getting hired. I feel like so Brian Dayball. Yeah. Like, yeah, he he's shot like, on up there real do quick. Dayball's name shot up there real quick. Yeah, it did. It did. And yeah. I think, I don't, I don't know, um, like, you know me. I'm like, you know, I'm exploring. And yeah. um, it's the last thing I want to do and throw it out there. But if it is, then it is. And I'm not just uh, saying it's not. But I feel like I kind of get the vibe of, like I had said earlier, I like Brian Dayball as a coach. I've never gotten the head coach vibe from him, though. Yeah, I agree. And so... I do have to be. I I kind of get that with the enemy too. I think he will be a great coach though, just because he's such a good offensive right. line. But right. I do kind of get that vibe of the dude. Just seems like I don't know. Like it just depends on the team because some guys want a freaking military, you know, leader in there running them, and some yeah. some teams do want the nice guy. But I just think you know, the enemy would be your ultimate. A team, you know, uh, players coach or whatever. I don't know, but I don't know. Maybe he gives Brian Dayball vibes, or maybe he's just black. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. So there's a weird thing that happened to coach hire this year at Levi, where there were seven GM jobs open and three of them went to minorities, but not a single coaching job gone to minority yet. Well, one did. Oh, the Jets. I'm sorry, the yeah. Jets did. Yes, but uh, I'm sorry, specifically a black head coach has not been hired mm-hmm. in this cycle, and. Um, it's why Deuce Staley also left the Eagles because the Eagles interviewed him and he's been with the Eagles since Andy Reid, mm-hmm. Deuce Staley. Um, the Eagles interviewed him before they hired Doug Peterson and they kind of interviewed him before they made this hire, but there was a report that came out that basically Deuce Staley is the last resort. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally came out, he's the last resort if they can't get someone else. So they hired another outside hire, Staley's left the organization, and now he's with Dan Campbell in Detroit. And that's going to be a really loud locker room. Ooh. Players are going like to love it though. Players going to Players going to love it. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be a really loud Everyone loved Deuce Staley on mm-hmm. offense. He was a run backs coach. He got offered the offense coordinator job. He didn't take it because the story was you got to call plays to be a good to get it to move up as offense coordinator in the NFL. Um, so you know he he didn't take the job, and then the offense coordinator he did hire got fired because he was terrible. Shout out to Mike. I guess he was terrible. He didn't call plays either. But I don't know him or Doug. Probably mm-hmm. both of them. Both y'all. Yeah. So and now he left the Eagles because of that, man. The thing with this this coaching situation with me, bro. No matter how many things they put in place as the NFL, no matter how many strategies they put in place. The fact is, you can't make these billionaires hire someone who doesn't make them... Who, who If they don't have to get out of the comfort zone, they're not going to do it. Yeah. And hiring a black coach too far out of the comfort zone for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know, it's kind of like me, I don't know how he relates to people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a story that before my time got hired with the Steelers, he interviewed with the Dolphins, and they say he was too hip-hop. <laughs> yeah. Too hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got an interview on that. I just want to see the guy say hip hop. I know, I know, I know. It's 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 strange. The problem, the perception of these guys is just so. And the the goalpost keeps moving. Uh huh. Because remember, years ago, it was like a few years ago, people start brought this question up. It was not nah, always a lot of black guys coach on defense. You need offensive minded coaches to get in here. So then we got offensive minds now. And I was ah, he ain't calling plays. Mm-hmm. But then this thirty-eight year old who's been coordinator for like one year who didn't call plays, he said coaching job. Mm-hmm. And it's ah, be enemies. Ah, ah, I don't even know what the excuse is anymore. It's just yeah. I don't know. They're just and like, then, yeah, yeah. 
And then the defensive mind thing, dude's been defense coordinator for one year. Brandon Staley got a job with Rams. All of a sudden, now he's head coach, the hot shot defensive guy. Mm-hmm. The goalpost keeps moving, and the fact is, you're not gonna make people do it. People aren't gonna hire anyone who makes them to death if they don't feel comfortable. A lot of guys aren't gonna go out of the comfort zone, and that's mm-hmm. what it is. They're gonna go with what they relate to, the comfortability that they have. Arthur Smith came out of nowhere and got a job after just learning hand the ball to Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill isn't terrible. His offense was, hey guys, Ryan Tannehill doesn't suck, and we have Derrick Henry. Let's use both of those together. <laughs> And then, if all that fails, throw it to A.J. Brown. And he got a head coaching job in two years. By the way, his dad runs FedEx. He's like CEO of FedEx. Yeah, Arthur Smith. He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I did. So, me, I'm not a fan of, I wasn't a fan of the Arthur Smith hire. But yeah. uh, I listened to a podcast recently that flipped my mind. I mean, we're going to be fine next year, Atlanta. Uh, apparently, Arthur Smith is actually a pretty good hire. I was very convinced after the uh, that podcast I listened to, which... Uh, is by his former players. Uh, so, yeah. I've, former players like a head coach. Huh? Former players like a head coach. Well, yeah, they want to, they actually like considered asking to move from their team and mm. go with him. Mm. But uh, yeah, very well loved. And then, too, I got some feedback from uh, some Tennessee fans on Facebook saying that um, they're really sad that he's going, apparently. They, Oh, yeah. I was really sad when Frank Wright left. Really I was right about that one. Yeah. I think everybody's sad when their hot shot coordinator leaves, and then the team, they end up being, not being a good coach a lot of times. Yeah. And thing with coaching, bro, the thing that makes me maddest about this, right, is like, this supposed to be system place. Guys pay their dues so many years. Bienemy's been in the game a long time. Mm-hmm. He's paid his dues. Hasn't gotten the shot yet. And the thing is, I'm not convinced, like, he could fail, right? He, I, I'm, I'm aware that he could fail. But every, literally, like, 98% of head coaches fail. Mm-hmm. All of them have failed at some point. The two best coaches in the game, Belichick and Andy Reid, both have been fired mm-hmm. from different places. Like everybody fails at some point, but they should be given the opportunity to fail. Yeah. And I don't know why nobody's doing that. Houston Texas is looking at they're apparently trying to go with the minority thing. They think it's gonna keep Deshaun Watson. He's still like, I'm not staying here. Which basically like a signal, don't come. Mm-hmm. Stay away. Yeah. Um so Texas is probably gonna cast all their minority interviews um coming up. Well, like, they can't do that, can they? They got interview oh, one, money. technically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see yeah. what happens with that. I th- I think yeah, the it's... coaching, it's it's just, it's getting kind of annoying. And it's like, it's a conversation that, unless people are going to take it, I don't like seeing it in the media, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, the media always asks, like, the black guys, what should be done about this? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, I ain't in the rooms. You need to talk to the owners. Ask them what can be done about it. Yeah. Because the NFL spends all the time saying all the right things. They put end racism on the end zone to stop racism. Mm-hmm. And yet, in the, in the inside of the city, the same stuff is happening, yeah. pretty much. You know, it's, it's just tiring. I'm kind of, it's a conversation I'm kind of tired of, personally. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that, dude. And, um, look, I, I'm not here to say, no, it's not, like, I'm not here to mitigate, oh, yeah. no, it's, you know, it that's well stupid to, like, reasons. argue that. It yeah. well could be, but the fact that nothing's come out about being me being, like, nothing's leaked out about him yeah. at all. Leads me to believe that's that's not what it is. Yeah, because typically to protect themselves, somebody gonna leak something out, mm-hmm. and nothing's leaked out about him. Just, just me and thinking about it, that's where my head has gone. It's just yeah. I, in my opinion, you're right about the whole comfort thing, but yeah. I think too, and a lot of people have said this throughout the whole coaching carousel. But these owners, like they they get you into the you, they call you like into the room for the interview based on your resume, but you get hired on. That meeting right there, like or who you these, know, or yeah, or who, yeah. or who you know, but never like some, never get the summer McVeigh. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's like all in who you're tied to, but uh, I mean, a lot of it, like the look, if you're a good salesman, like you can get one of those jobs. Like uh, that's why Man Campbell is where he's at right now, is because 
he was able to go in there and, you know, just tell, like, I don't know. I just feel like um, it's all about, like, who these who the owner is like if you're taking the full context like okay who's hiring like who have they hired yeah. in the past like who are they looking for so i think for some of these teams like a detroit i don't think the enemy's like a good fit but that's just based no, off like the detroit, past yeah. hires they've made yeah. too and no, then detroit one i didn't question that at all yeah it made no sense i think if there was more i think the falcons should be in on it yeah i think sure which we did we yeah, interviewed we said, yeah. him yeah and so and i think we were close to getting him um we did hire um minority uh gm or we were one right, of the three yeah, black yeah, totally, gms yeah maybe it was they didn't want to go black on black but maybe arthur any, smith because he couldn't come in he couldn't technically come in for the falcons yet the gm they had they hired the coach before that because the dude can i thought work, they i thought they hired him right yeah, before but he couldn't technically work there till the saints got out of the playoffs oh uh, yeah that's right so they yeah, uh hired yeah, yeah whatever right. uh arthur smith before but i heard that's another thing too and mckay probably had an effect in that too Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. but I think I heard yeah. that's another thing too. Why like um, some like teams didn't pull the trigger. Like that's why I heard the Falcons. That's one of the reports was why they didn't pull the trigger and they went with Arthur Smith. That's just because like they could get Arthur Smith in their door earlier, like than Eric yeah. Bieniemy, and they can just start like making the phone calls or planning yeah. or whatever. But that yeah. could just be another excuse, like right? Because the, there, the so. thing, there's always going to be a reason, yeah. right? I, it's yeah. just about what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I just I'm on your side. Like uh, I feel like anytime like this does come up in the media, it's just always it's always like black and white, you know. And it's people like, oh, racist, blah blah. blah. I just wish people would take in more context. But I'm not trying to say yeah. that's yeah. a wrong argument. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it is very questionable. Eric Bieniemy should have rarely a has the hottest position. the guy coaching the hottest offense for three years in a row. Yeah, not been able to get a job yeah. three years in a row. But I think very I, strange. if I was Eric Bieniemy, though, I really don't stay think there Eric, to Andy retires. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't think do that. Andy yeah, has would, that much I longer. I don't nobody anymore. Yeah. I'll stay there until Andy retires. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm, I'll be here until he yeah. leaves. Yeah. Unless, unless it takes another 10 years, then I might. But, you know, I'll yeah. be here until he leaves. So I don't think, uh, I don't think Andy's going to be there much longer either. But um, I think Houston, can I throw a take out here? Talk to me. I think Houston's going to go with Todd Bowles. I don't. I I hate the hire because Houston's such a dumpster fire, but I don't exactly. Hate the but they're going to save face. Yeah, and that's how they're going to save face. Like, yeah. look, look, we know we suck as an organization, yeah. and we know we have a chaplain who somehow became GM <laughs> in a year, which is the most confusing thing. Yeah, but he's literally literally a chaplain. <laughs> he's the GM now. That's the biggest come up ever. A man went from the Bible to running the organization. God's good. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's insanity. So, um, but look, we hired. We don't want to hire a minority. And then you know what they're kind of trying to do with that, though. What they're trying to hire him, and make Deshaun look bad because he left the black head coach. That's the, that was the oh. ultimate end game. They're trying to make Deshaun look bad for one now because oh. they have a black head coach. <laughs> like, hey, I hey, see tell, what's going on. Wait, Deshaun, you want to <laughs> wait? You want to leave? Okay, hold I, on one second. Hold exactly, on one second, and they exactly. leave the room, and then they go grab Todd, and they sit Todd <laughs> down. It's like, all right, tell Todd what you just told right, us. Right. I see <laughs> like, what's going on. They not look slick. at him. <laughs> they not slick, bro. They not slick. We got one comment. My man Davis says that the Cowboys need to hire Mike, need to fire Mike McCarthy. One year is enough. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. That man lied his his way into that he job, did. bro. He did with some what was it? Some Jack Blue, Johnny Walker Blue, or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spend night Jerry Jones house. That uh, that is so weird, it's bro. So, it's like, but that's such a Jerry Jones Godfather move, Absolutely. bro. That's such a Godfather like mafia thing. <laughs> yes. Like, you want to work for me, huh? <laughs> All right. You grab your bags. Come stay with me tonight. Yes. We'll talk about it. Yes. 
All right, so let's get to our final segment. I'm not an expert, but Levi, you got what you got this week. Oh, wait. Oh, I wanted to give, I had to give an A++ to somebody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went back. It's good. Go ahead. A++, I already mentioned them, but to the Detroit Lions for hiring Man Campbell, Dan Campbell. Is he going to be a good coach? Probably not. He got a job. Are they going to get a, are they going to have a winning record? (laughs) Probably not, but they're built for tough. Um, I love it so much because it fits the Lions, bro. The Lions always want the alpha. They they got the uh I don't know what was is Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell is kind of like a soft demeanor. Jim guy. Caldwell's that like, literally Tony Dungy, like in a different yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but you move on from him to Schwartz. Is that who Jim it was? Schwartz. Yeah, Jim Schwartz. No, Jim Schwartz was before Jim Caldwell. Oh, he was before. Yeah, it was, they got the crazy guy. Okay. Then they got Caldwell. Yeah. And then they, then got, they got Patricia. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting next to Belichick and watched Nick Foles cook his defense for a Super Bowl. Exactly. Thank you, Matt Patricia. But I'm sure Patricia came in with like the same, the similar message as Dan Campbell, but Dan Campbell was able to deliver it with the full intensity and tenacity that one should to when saying they're going to bite me with what Dan Campbell does. Yes. I know about Dan Campbell because I'm a long time Levitar listener mm-hmm. and he was the interim coach down there for a while yeah. and they spent all year making fun of him. Yeah. Um, oh, it's going to be great. I, I can't wait. No, like, I'm so glad they hired when him. When he got hired, I'm like, has he changed or something? And I heard the press no. conference. I'm like, oh, he's the same guy. Yeah. Here's, here's the excerpt from his opening press conference if you don't know. So this team's going to, so this team's going to be built on, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. <laughs> Why don't you, you just play back, the sound? Can you play the sound? No, nah, I, I, I don't think it'll come through right. He's like, and when you punch his back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before long, we're going to be the last one standing. That's going to be the mentality. They're going to be lions. What does any of that mean? They're going to be lions. They're going to turn into actual lions. And Do lions have people. kneecaps? Yeah, I think so. They got kneecaps. Or they got knees. The knee know. bends somewhere, I knees think. Work with four-legged creatures. Yeah. They probably do. But it's going to turn into actual lions. I think if people. you bite a lion's kneecap off, it's probably going to get eaten by the rest of the pack. It's like, oh, you weak. Maybe. Eat this food. That's what lions do. Or they leave you. When you or they're going to be hyenas. From the time I've seen like on Planet Earth stuff, when a lion becomes useless, they'd be like, all right, mm-hmm. we're going to leave you here. Well, I'll let you later, bro. Yeah. And they just leave you to rot yeah. and die to yourself because lions are just mean. Yeah. But cuddly when they're babies. Um, so, yeah, they're going to bite some kneecaps off in Detroit. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this was such a Detroit hire. Yes, exactly. That's why they get an A++. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so yes. happy Deuce Staley is free. I'm so I'm happy to say it's another organization. That's gonna be a great combo. You said he's with the Lions yeah. now with Dan yeah. Campbell. Yeah. I love that. Love I love he hitch this you know trailer what? to and him. You know what this is really? Players love Deuce Staley in Philly. Mm-hmm. So what it really is when people realize Dan Staley, uh, Dan Campbell can't coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, this gonna move. Yeah. Job. Oh, great move by Deuce Staley. I see what you did there. Yeah. I just figured it out. I see what move. you did there. Yeah. Huh? I'm with you. I'm with you. Also, HBO. Is it HBO or the show? Who does Hard Knocks? HBO, yeah. Okay. We, we need go to Detroit. We need Detroit you at Hard Knocks. Yeah. yeah. My man, Matthew Stafford, seen that kneecap thing. He's like, hey, I'm out. I'm not doing Yes. It. Oh, I'm, also, I'm, I love that. I'm yeah. 38 in football years. Yeah. 32 in real life. I'm not doing this. He saw that. He said, oh, we got another one. Like, <laughs> here it is. He's like, I'm not putting up with this. Yes. I'm not doing yes. this anymore. I loved it. Yeah. At all. Dan so, Campbell. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Like, I'm I'm here just for the press conferences now. Right. I'm so happy. <laughs> All right. Now we'll get into I'm not an expert, but Levi, what you got? Uh, I'm not an expert, but Al- my prediction, we may suffer our first loss on Tuesday against Kentucky. Um, I'm just waiting for it to happen. 
we didn't lose to Mississippi State in a game that any old Alabama team would have, but we did it. And now we're going to be fighting to keep our head coach because people are going to be going after him in the NFL. I mean, NBA, but shout out Coach Oates. I think it's like, um, the homie, because I just said, you might be the only person watching college basketball this year. Oh, I am. I think I might be. <laughs> you are so invested but, in But what I year. say, I said Alabama was going to be five, <laughs> and we five. Right. Um. So, uh, did I have anything? Oh, I'm doing You're not an expert, expert. but I'm sorry. I, I started reading something. I, had to, I started reading something. My bad. So, I'm not an expert, but uh, Jeffrey Lurie, whoo, you had better gotten this hire right. Because if you didn't, mm-hmm. boy, I am coming for you. I am coming for you, Jeffrey Lurie. You're not going to hear it, but I'm coming for you. I just want you to know that. Y'all better be right about this hire, because I am not convinced. And that wraps it up. Thank you all for listening, watching, paying attention. We are done. We are through. We will see you next Tuesday for a full Super Bowl show. Super Bowl's actually next week, so why we didn't get too deep into yeah, it this week. Preview. Yeah, we get that preview show up next week. That'll be a lot of fun. We'll call it an extravaganza. Oh, extravaganza. Bet. Yes, yes. A lot of stuff's going to come next week, so be on the lookout for that. Thank you all. Thank you, Clayton, uh, Caden. Appreciate y'all. We are Super out. Bowl. Yes, call yes. the hoes. You have a good day. And I don't know who needs to know this, but the Wendy's Honey Butter Biscuits, two for four. So I don't know if you, whoever needs to know that, you have the information now. You're welcome. Top floor lifestyle. Yes. It's, it's like the, the honey butter biscuit is almost Chick fil A tier. It's close. Would you agree with that, Levi? It's close. It's close. It's yeah. close. Yeah. Close. Also, hack, you can go to Chick fil A and ask for a biscuit with honey butter. You can, but yeah. don't do it because we don't like to do that. I remember yeah. when I worked there. We don't like making y'all special stuff. That's nothing special. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank y'all. Bye.